This is Real Estate News with Kathy Fedke. In this Real Estate News Brief for the week ending January 27th of 2024, you'll hear the latest good news on inflation, how many tenants are struggling to pay rent, and where you can still find fixer-uppers worth fixing. I'm Kathy Fetke, and this is Real Estate News for Investors. We begin with economic news from this past week, and among the headlines is the December reading on the Personal Consumption Expenditure Index, or PCE. The PCE is the Fed's favorite inflation gauge, and the latest report shows a slight 0.2% increase in monthly prices. That gives us an annual inflation rate of 2.6%. The core rate was similar, with a 0.2% rise in December prices and a 2.9% yearly rate. The core rate does not include prices for gas and food. The Federal Reserve wants to see the yearly rate come down to the 2% level or lower. With inflation now approaching that level, economists believe the Fed will start cutting the short-term lending rate, but it's not clear when that will happen given the strength of the economy and the risk of an inflation rebound. The government released a report on the Q4 GDP, and it shows a surprisingly robust 3.3% GDP. That's down from 4.9% in the third quarter, but as the Wall Street Journal reported, economists had forecast a much slower 2% rate of growth for the past three months of 2023. And there's no sign of a slowdown in 2024. As MarketWatch reports, consumer spending accounts for about 70% of the economy, and that's driving the numbers higher. Jobless claims did pick up a bit, though. They were up 25,000 to a total of 214,000 for the week, but it's still a low number. As for real estate, home buyers were encouraged by slightly lower mortgage rates last month. That led to an 8% surge in new home sales for the month of December and an annual rate of 664,000. The increase is more than economists had anticipated, but the numbers are still well below an August 2020 peak when they rose to more than 1 million. Existing home sales are also doing better than they have been. The National Association of Realtors says that pending home sales surged 8.3% in December. That's the largest monthly increase since they were up 14.9% in June of 2020. NARS chief economist Lawrence Yun says the housing market is off to a good start this year as consumers benefit from falling mortgage rates and stable home prices. Mortgage rates did rise a bit this past week, but the 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is still below 7%. Freddie Mac says the average rate was up 9 basis points to 6.69%. The 15-year was also higher by just 2 points, to an average of 5.96%. And in other news that's making headlines, A new report from Harvard's Joint Center for Housing Studies shows that half of all tenants in the U.S. are now struggling to pay their rent. That's defined as when renters are paying more than 30% of their income for rent and utilities, which is also known as being cost-burdened. Another half of those tenants are severely cost-burdened. This report is looking at data for 2022. It says the median amount of money that renters had after paying their monthly housing cost hit an all-time low of $310. With inflation hitting 9.1% in 2022, they also couldn't buy as much with the money they had left over. Rents have come down slightly since then. According to Realtor.com, they're down 3.5% from a peak in July of 2022. But the pressure on renters will continue as rents rise faster than wages. On a side note, that's why I'm so happy to be doing a single-family rental fund 
where we're able to buy older homes, fix them up, and offer somewhat affordable housing to the fast-growing market of North Texas. You can find out more about that at growdevelopments.com. And it's full speed ahead on office-to-apartment conversions. Office-to-apartment conversions are multiplying in major cities. A Rent Cafe report shows that over the last four years, they've quadrupled from 12,000 to more than 55,000 being converted this year. Demand for housing, along with less demand for office space and expiring leases, are driving this surge in conversions. The report says that future conversion plans show 147,000 apartments in the pipeline. Most are office conversions, but hotels are a close second. The city with the most number of conversions happening this year is Washington, D.C. New York City is second, followed by Dallas, Chicago, and Los Angeles. Listing all the positive reasons for these conversions, the report says, quote, Conversion paves the way for restoring asset values and tax revenues, alleviating housing shortages and meeting climate goals, while managing the negative impacts of vacant office space, unquote. Well, finding value in a fixer-upper is another challenge in today's housing market. They can be significantly cheaper than a home that's ready to move in, but there's a huge difference in the market value discount you get across the U.S. According to Realtor.com, a new study by home repair and maintenance app Front Door identifies the best markets for finding a fixer-upper in terms of the quality of fixer-upper homes and the discount you can get. At the top of the list is New Orleans. A whopping 9% of for-sale homes in New Orleans are described as fixer-uppers. The cost for them is about 45% less than homes that don't need renovation. Other cities with a lot of fixer-uppers include Albany, New York, Cleveland, Ohio, Memphis, Tennessee, Newark, New Jersey, Anchorage, Alaska, Aurora, Colorado, Dover, Delaware, Detroit, Michigan, and Milwaukee. When it comes to the discount, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania has a 58% purchase price discount for a fixer-upper. That's a tad more than Cleveland and Chicago, and about 10% more than places like Memphis, Baton Rouge, Baltimore, and Atlanta, which are in the 40-50% to discount range. The city with the highest premium on a fixer-upper is Honolulu, at 69%. Well, that's it for today. You can read more about the stories in this episode by following links in the show notes at newsforinvestors.com. And please remember to subscribe to this podcast and leave a review. I read them all, and I really appreciate your feedback. I'm Kathy Fedke. Thanks for joining me here on Real Estate News for Investors. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are provided for informational purposes only and should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell any securities or to make or consider any investment or course of action. For more information, go to newsforinvestors.com.